0: Before we get started on today's show, I want to tell you guys about the Colorado Hawks. You probably saw us wearing those Jokic for MVP shirts on the post-game show a couple weeks ago. If you want to pick one up, you can go to JokicForMVP.com and all the proceeds for those shirts go back to the Colorado Hawks. And if you don't know who the Colorado Hawks are, they're an affordable athletic program that's never turned away an athlete for costs right here. In Colorado. They're celebrating their 25th anniversary of helping high level athletes win college scholarships. And they're all about the kids. So the proceeds for those shirts at yokich4mvp.com go back to the program, go back to helping kids play sports at a really high level here in Colorado. So check them out yokich4mvp.com Cutting to me
1: What is up everybody and welcome into the Winner's Lounge <laughs> seven. <laughs> seven. Is. Seven. seven Seven. Seven. Uh Yes, yeah, seven in a row The Nuggets tied the longest win streak of the Jokic era Do you believe it?
2: I mean, numbers don't lie, but you frequently do
1: <laughs> That's a good point, I should, somebody should double check for me No, it's true, it's actually true They have seven game win streaks I think in each of the last two years None prior to that in the Yoka chair. And here we are, seven. Dev, you're, you're getting closer and closer to uh, your prediction. Dev Stradamus, man. What was Dev's prediction? Ten. Ten? They nothing. It, man. He called filling. it at, like, two or something, too. He said it. I was
3: filling it. like just. All of, yeah, we was at two. It was like, as soon as Aaron Gordon came in, we had a hot box and a hot take. He was <laughs> passing the blood around. So I just said, you know what? Let me fire one off. <laughs> We were uh, blunt. What, are you, what are you talking about?
2: We were uh, just what? sharing good times oh. and uh, happy feelings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, we're
1: presented, as always, by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Download it, use promo code DNVR, and check out the pregame show because, Dev, I'm... You're handing out winners like Jokic hands out cheeseburgers.
3: Yeah, my, cheeseburger Eddie, man. I just been, <laughs> I been throwing them Eddie. out right here. Today, I think I went like three and zero, four and zero. Like don't we know don't mean, know because we couldn't just, all get just our a bets. Casual in. undefeated I, night. Dev is so good Two that DraftKings is kind they're, of they're just a dime a dozen. Jeff, and, he's kind of trying to take away I, Dev. Devs. I give one out for the like the opposite team every time.
0: Yeah. It's like just like a gimme. Like, I, sen- I get the sense that DraftKings is a little nervous about that. They're so nervous yeah. about that. We're
1: gonna get the call. We're gonna fire Dev out of nowhere. They're gonna be like, well, what happened? <laughs> it's a liability. Yeah. It's liability a cor- man. Corporate liability. <laughs> it's a corporate oh, liability. <laughs> uh let me introduce the cast real quick. <laughs> Hat backwards, Dude. chillin' vibes immaculate Harrison, wind. this is
2: immaculate wind over here
0: well, one of my goals this uh this year is to just normalize sweatpants at the bar
2: i'm trying to normalize right. sweatpants <laughs> okay. at the bar hold on those are sweats oh, they, yeah. look like, they look like
1: baseball pants these are yeah. sweats
2: but uh, normalizing sweats at a bar i think it'd be i mean i think you're like a tw- hundred years too late you think that's already here? Sweats at a bar? You think sweats at a
3: bar are a thing? Yeah, that doesn't happen. That really doesn't no. happen, man. What that is not about? a thing. That's we're trying to <laughs> make it a thing. Yeah. All right. All
1: right well. I, I was going to say casual hair. So he's a little too casual. I do have D-line over here. <laughs> it was appropriately it casual. Guys. We're going streaking. Let's go. We are going streaking. And then, of
3: course, over here, Superstar Dev, a.k.a. Cheeseburger Eddie. <laughs> man, I just... I just I'm just feeling it right now, man. I just think that we're all feeling it right Dude. now. We're Sorry. on a high right now. Everybody's we are on that a high. high. We got you, we're we got good vibes around us. We got like super cool guys that from from our, 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 our stuff, our you people out here. It's it's good around. Man, here. vibes you might you say people. you people. Yeah.
1: You can see the term of endearment, you <laughs> people. What do you mean you people? I
2: don't know. I don't know. You might
1: say guys the vibes, very, uh, the vibes the vibes are insane. immaculate. Um we welcome all super chats if you wanna continue. We always appreciate those guys i mean that sincerely i usually go back and watch and see who super chatted we always appreciate them but we have a new rule in place super chats we're not taking shots on monday tuesday wednesday all other days we will but if you come into the bar and you happen to oh. actually buy us a shot the way my guy Luke did today. Yeah, get coming in here, into Luke. the bar and look at this one. This one looks yeah, delicious. Come, come no him, offense him to him the him. entire nation of Serbia. You gotta, you gotta, get you gotta like him. really like like Jokic in the in the picture here. There he comes. Yeah. Here he comes. Oh, what up? Hey, can you try give us your best <laughs> jivoli. Jivoli. Jivoli.
2: jivoli. Jivoli. We we actually have no We idea don't actually know. Jivoli. Either. Jivoli. No. jivoli. Cheers, boys! Let's go nuts!
4: Let's go! Look at Champions!
1: This. Oh man, that was so much better than the Rakia. This because so that, that was, that was a shot. I actually prefer Rakia. So that's a new rule. Friday, Saturday, maybe Thursday, depending on the event. We're gonna get our we'll get our shots on. The rest of the time, super chat us just because you love us. I guess I don't know. Oh um, no. bummer! I can't believe
3: this is happening. I don't know what to do. Like sucks then we can't take those shots it, it the, the crowd was like so hyped on a
1: tuesday and we were just like wow i didn't expect the crowd to really be <laughs> buying shots on a tuesday and here they were
2: bojan radovic says your givoli is actually perfect yours wow. is
1: that's right eric's givoli Taught, we, we've all learned something <laughs> here. All right, let's move that on. is so
0: far from how we were pronouncing it. Yeah, no, like we were really far off. <laughs> we actually. were
1: very Italian. She was right when she said it. Was, we were like saying, Givali. We yeah, yeah. had Rosco to do this guy. thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, guys. Nuggets, man. I'm not going to lie. This game was a little bit like the previous two. There were moments of this game where you thought, what a grind, what a slog. Yeah. You're without Millsap. You're without Jamal Murray. Man, is this the one? Okay, everybody loses some nights. Is this the one Denver does? It's a back-to-back. And then what happened? They just pulled out the sledgehammer. The second half happened, and they pulled out the sledgehammer. And what's funny is, in the third quarter, they actually got off to a horrible start. I think an 8-0 to zero start. It was rough. And then it was like, all right, we're done playing. And from that moment on, the Nuggets just smacked the heck out of them. What stood out, Harrison?
0: Well, it was funny. It was the bench that put down the sledgehammer. Uh, the bench featuring JaVale McGee. And Monte Morris yeah. that put down the sledgehammer. And I got the vibe tonight of, like, the 2016 Warriors. You know when the 2016 Warriors were like – We are
1: the smuggets, man. <laughs> we are first we are, smuggets. Full of, I'm, I am, actually. I do but, feel it. I'm the smuggets. You know when the, 20, the
0: 2016 Warriors, Warriors would just mess around for three quarters and, like, they'd let Memphis play with them or let Sacramento play with them and then just stomp their throat in the fourth and just pull away. That's the vibe I got tonight, except it wasn't the best starting lineup in the league pulling away. It was the bench.
1: Yeah, it was both. It, to be fair, it was both. That starting unit dropped the 8-0 start, but they also rallied back and like dropped yeah. the sledgehammer in the third. So much so much so that Jokic's. I, I, I'll have to look up what his numbers were in the third, but they were absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, that's a good point.
0: He did turn it on. He yeah. turned it on,
1: and then when the bench came in, they just like gave the, the final death blow. Yeah. Eric, does this, did tonight remind you more of the 2016 Warriors <laughs> or the 96 Bulls?
2: Um tonight reminded me that Nug Life is dead. Smug Life is here. <laughs> Smug Life. I can't
1: wait for Smug Life. <laughs> Whose phone is this?
2: That's mine. Oh, There's there it four is. people dead. Right. She throws it at me. Um <laughs> Yo, the Nuggets are in a place where um it just doesn't matter, man. Like somebody's <laughs> gonna pick up the slack. Yeah. It was unsurprising I mean it was very surprising that it came from the bench, not the starting unit. But then when the starting unit came back in, they were like all right, fine. And they just, like, continued the pummeling.
1: Yeah. It is. Every nugget is good.
2: Every nugget is good. Peak smug life. Let's go. I can't wait.
1: <laughs> Dev, what do you think, man? I mean, are you as impressed with the nuggets in this one as Harrison appears to be?
3: <laughs> I, I'm actually really impressed. Uh, just a two-game winning streak without their star, like, you know, point guard. And the guy that, like, gets them going. And just to have new guys come. Monte Morris comes in right off of an injury. Um, gets right into the lineup, and he looks like himself. You look great, then you man. have Faku, you know, who's been having these up and down type of games. Uh, he gets inserted into the lineup, so he has to fill fill a new role. And then they have to bring the the bench unit. And guys are healthy. There's new guys added to the mix, and they just seem to like not miss like like they did not miss a beat at all. Like they look like the same Nuggets team, no matter who's out there. And you know, it it starts with the big guy um, MVP. He's he's out here doing <laughs> MVP whatever he wants there. out here and. And and that really like just shows you the type of team that they're on, and also just to know that those reinforcements are coming back. Paul Millsap right. comes back. Jamal Murray is going to be like back healthy or, or back, and he gets that rest in the middle of the season. Like this is like a, a good flow for the Nuggets and seven games in a row with the, like the Spurs coming. Like this this is great.
1: See, this is the thing I keep thinking of. You saw that you can't you're not you can't say smug life now. I don't care what these people say. Yeah. <laughs> like, your twenty dollars <laughs> super chat means nothing <laughs> to me.
2: You think I? You think I lived through the Brian Shaw era and you people can stop me when I get out of the so true. Good freaking it's
1: luck. So true. It's <laughs> what, yeah, you don't have ownership over us. <laughs> um, I my takeaway is you know a lot of people have been asking me over the last few days like is this the honeymoon phase with the Nuggets? You know, Aaron Gordon gets there. Are they just running a little hot? Everything this or that? Here's what I would say: last three games. I don't think the Nuggets have played that well. (laughs) They've had pockets where they've played well, and the pockets where they play well are good enough to win against bad teams. Not very good teams. We're talking about some bad ones here. But nonetheless, it's pretty impressive that just a little bit of like, all right, guys, third quarter, let's lock in now. Boom, 20-2 run, and like, okay, that's exactly it. Their knockout punch, very strong.
0: I, I like that they had to face some adversity. Like, I don't. Wa- is this adversity, though? I la- their adversity is like a quarter. Yeah, yeah
1: but, but also we're talking about the Magic. We're talking about uh, th- the Spurs tonight who are very depleted. Yeah,
0: but I don't want the Nuggets to just blow out every team by 20. Me either. Over the next three weeks. I'll I want them to have sure. some close games. I do. They're I want
1: going them- to have close games. They play Brooklyn. They play the Lakers. They play the Clippers. They play the Jazz. They play yeah. Portland. They're going to have no shortage of tests. Yeah. So but- I'm
0: glad they got a little bit of a test tonight.
1: Well, they... They, I, I, don't. This is what I'm saying, though. I don't even know if this was a test because, again, Denver did not play well. They played actually pretty poorly. I thought even Jokic looked very frustrated uh, early on. But it was just what I'm trying to say is they are so good. The margin for error of this team is so wide, oh, totally, that totally. they just have to have a moment where they go, "Hey, it's time, okay," and then it's time and they knock you out. And then it's like, okay, it's over. That's what, this was a knockout game. This was like if it was a boxing match, you know, you'd be like, okay even first round even second round you're like oh wow is this going to be a competition and they come out in the third round and just like triple knockout yeah you guys watch boxing part. you guys ever seen boxing dude yeah technical knockout is it technical knockout? Yeah, yeah, technical, it a technical knockout the TKO. Yeah,
3: t- tko yeah nobody actually calls it a technical <laughs> knockout. tko um i mean i i'm i'm kind of with harrison on this I, I i definitely think that it's good that they're facing some type of adversity also they did it without their head coach. Um, They'd like had to go through like a a few different changes throughout the game. Um, Yeah, like players didn't like play up to their like full potential, but at any moment they like they knew that they could turn it on. And and they did. Um, And that's something that they need, especially against those Brooklyns and Los Angeles type teams, because. I mean, there's going to be times that they're going to be down, but they're going to say we've had so many moments that we've bounced back. We're a team that's resilient, that knows how to like turn it around, even if things aren't going our way. So it's good to see it early on, especially when you're on a seven game winning streak, especially when all of the spotlight and attention is on you and bringing in this new guy. And it, it feels like, like from the outside looking in, it's like everything is answered now that Aaron Gordon is here, but we've all been watching the games. It has not been perfect. Like they've been down against bad teams they've been losing to like bad teams at certain points and it's like a switch and now like we have to get to the side that you want adam of just blowing these teams out or just having those knockout type punches so it's good to like go through some type of like ups and downs while it's happening to. to get to that point that you want them to be at this is the issue
2: with the brooklyn nets is that they are not playing together now they haven't played together for most of the season they have Talent on paper, but they don't know what it looks like when they get punched in <laughs> the mouth. They don't know, yeah. like. Oh, I think it's different for every team.
0: I think with the Nets,
1: the Nets scored 139 yeah. points tonight.
0: Yeah, but
2: they, that's like their
1: Kevin Durant came back for the first time in a month, okay. and then they're just like, "Oh yeah, this I, is I, easy." I think if you I'm, have, th- I'm pushing back because I really believe this, I'm like, yeah. I, as, I would love to sit here and, and say all that, and you might be right, but at the same time, like,
0: Nets, no. Yeah, but I think if you have a team like the Nets and you have. Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving. You don't need to build the chemistry that you need to build if you have a team like the Nuggets. Right. The, those right, pieces right. are. It's not that they're easier to fit together, but you can just roll the ball out. The and, margin for error. Yeah, and have a huge margin for error with those three guys. With with a team like the Nuggets, you need, you need to build cohesion. You do. Um, it's pretty.
1: It's pretty wild. Well. You want to push back? On,
2: uh, wind. Oh. People are saying fascism. On-
1: Want to hit the super chats already? Sure, why not? We'll hit some. All right, yeah. Let's see. What do
2: we got here? Can you read? I can't. It says Malone changed the game. The energy after the ejection changed the game. So let's talk about that.
1: It's (laughs) it's funny to be like uh, we talked about Malone has to do something memorable this or that. Like tonight, come on. Let's be honest. That technical and throwout he got was like. So deliberate, don't, you, cool, feel, don't cool. you feel? Don't you feel it was like Dude. a very orchestrated? But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Was it memorable? No. Is it iconic? No. Is it going to make Sports Center tonight?
2: No. I mean, he's smiling about it right now. It's yeah, because he knew. the the, the problem. Throw for, a chair, Malone. The problem for Michael <laughs> Malone is he already has the most iconic ejection of all time, where he screamed. And then he walked off and then immediately accepted a candy bar. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. I
1: <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah. The best thing ever <laughs> but very like <laughs> kid storming <laughs> off to his room, like fine. And
3: but also to your point, like I don't think that is memorable. Um like and it's not gonna like make sports in or anything like that. But also his team will know their team like their yeah. coach yeah. is ready to go to bat for them. Like they understand, like, he's he's willing to, like, get himself kicked out of the game. He's willing to put himself out there for them, and that has to feel good because yeah. he's not he's probably not even going to get fined. So it's like a win-win <laughs> but, like, for so both right. of them. It's like it's, everybody else is like, okay, Malone actually, like, stood up for us. Yeah. So that feels good, especially with Jokic, and that's, like, You're the so narrative. Right.
2: It's memorable to Jokic, which is okay. what matters. All right. Uh, th- th- that's part of
1: what matters. I still give it a C-plus, guys. You guys uh, are easy graders. I give it a gr- Meaning something to the team was part of it. Meaning something to Jokic, your willingness to do it. The team won, so like it didn't end up costing the team. Uh, but I do think there's something, too. Like You're going to send a message. Lead Sports Center. Make everybody start paying attention to this. You know, like, And maybe he's doing it in his postgame. Maybe he has a great liner that he's been practicing and rehearsing.
0: I, I don't think Malone wants to make it about him, though. That's probably the last thing he wants. But he wants it-
1: to, I don't want him to make it about him. He needs to make it a thing that people go... That on the jump tomorrow, they go. So does Malone have a point? Does yeah. Jokic get a double? You know what I mean? Like, it's you, you yeah. something like that. I don't. Want I to just don't a-
0: think he wants that attention on on him. Even though it would just be on the situation, not. Him. I, I just don't think he wants it the guy. The part.
2: guy from Jersey Shore? Huh? The situation it would be on the situation. Oh. <laughs>
1: no. So here's the thing: somebody smart can start to dig into the numbers and look at how closely contested Jokic's shot are, where they come from around the court, and just run a regression and say, what is the expected amount of foul calls a player could get? Because he's guarded. It's not like he's wide open on, on these shots. He doesn't get them for all over. We saw the Plumlee one last night. That wasn't, like, under the basket. That was a wide open, yeah. in in front of everybody, you know, kind of thing. So there's they're something like that I feel like Malone could point out and just say, hey, I don't know, Just there's no player that gets his, his shots contested as much as him yet shoots as infrequently as him, uh, you know. Here's the numbers. Talk amongst yourselves, and I think it would work better.
2: Wait, that, that was that is your so you either want him to go, like, but do a funny way. You want him to go nuclear or, like, prepare a presentation where he both. Shows. You can do
1: both. You do like a,
2: a
0: pragmatic uh,
2: explosion. Like, you, you, okay, yeah. I'm I'm gl- I'm
0: glad he got the ejection though because it needed to happen. No. I, I think it needed to happen because like let's be honest, it's been an absolute joke how Nicole Yoke has been officiated this season. Oh, it, and I, I haven't been on this post-game show while he's been on this little current streak of terrible calls that have gone against him. So Got four free um, throws tonight. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> four free throws tonight. Wow. I mean, no, it's been an absolute joke. The guy gets ref like he's a two-way rookie, not the leading MVP candidate who's having a historical offensive wow. season. It's a complete joke. So I'm glad Michael Malone <laughs> got ejected tonight. I think Yoke is going to be... He's gonna sense that his coach is sticking up for him, and it needed to happen. Look, he needed needed to send a little bit of, bit of a message because it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous how he's been officiated this year. It just is.
2: Yeah, Francisco points out. Then after the pri- prior super chat, he almost ran away with the ball. I was, that hoping- was he would. when he <laughs> picked up pick the, the ball, ball. I was like. Take the ball. I was take hoping he would take the, the ball or chuck it into the stands. I screw that out. Loud. One of the you two. knew that I was thinking that because I said it with my mouth out loud multiple times. <laughs> take off with the ball. Yeah,
3: <laughs> that'd have been awesome,
2: dude. That would have been a memorable. Like the you don't have to throw a chin. You just have to right. take the ball. <laughs> if you would have just or chuck the ball into the stands, he would have gotten fined. <laughs> if He would for have that, gotten, gotten Kyrie, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, who stood out to you guys tonight, player wise? I mean, I guess we could talk about Faku. Faku to me. I, Fakou gets to start tonight, and I actually thought he was not very good early on. A very clunky, uh, just didn't seem to work. The Nuggets didn't have a very good rhythm. Lo and behold, that flipped immediately. I mean, it's like it, it really was a two faced game where you're like, "Man, Fakou the weak link out there." So all of a sudden, Faku, the MVP. <laughs> like, look at oh, this guy good. going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a really wild one. So how do you grade him tonight?
3: Well, I think that we weren't watching the same game. Okay, I, I do not see that switch. I actually thought he was okay to start and it was horrible for a long like a, a, a stretch and, and and it's not the fact that he was playing horribly it was how successful the team was when he was not playing that let me know that he was not playing well um, because okay. when he went out is when the Nuggets went on that, that run in the third quarter Harrison said it earlier that the, the, the bench unit is the ones that got the Nuggets back in the game your idea is that Falk was with the bench unit not tonight he was with the starters right. so as soon as they went to the bench and you have JaVale McGee out there with Monte Morris and everyone else is when the Nuggets actually won on their run and got back in the game. So, it wasn't that I seen Faku like playing bad or anything, but his his absence was like so well for the Nuggets and flipped the switch that I'm like, "Okay, Maybe this was not his night. Then I go to look at numbers. He's slinging it, man. He has a minus two. Like he. Well, he was a major. This is what I'm saying. He was a major negative
1: in the first half. You know, yeah. with, with that starting group, and then was a, a you know a major positive in the third third and fourth quarters. Yeah. And, and then, that's why I say. it flipped. And in
3: the fourth quarter, he. I mean, he he came back to life, and they also it was like they made it a point to try to, you know, like salvage the night. Um, and that's when we started seeing like the good passes and. Just like being everywhere, he's funny because like,
1: he starts to fill it, huh? Like those passes, yeah.
3: like he does a lot of like regular passes. Uh, and once he gets in a rhythm,
0: it's everything right? is flashy. Once he gets into a rhythm, he can't execute a non no look pass. He yeah. has to no look everything. Yeah. You no,
2: know? no, I support it.
1: I support it too. Like I mean, if you can make him work, and he was making him work tonight. He's,
2: like when faku looks the worst is when he is like somehow a de facto three point specialist. Because as you point out, he's right. always wide open because no one will guard him. Right. They want him to shoot the three, so he then shoots very lackluster looking three point shot. Fakou cannot make any baskets in the NBA. Just, this
1: is the, the, well. This is the thing with him that I think is going to just determine. His ceiling as a player at the NBA level because he really does have NBA talent in a lot of different areas. He's going to be vulnerable with the switching and can't fix that. You know he's always going to be undersized, but if he can knock down threes, he's a great offensive weapon. But right now, I think he started 0 of three and then goes two of two down the stretch and those two, yeah, those two time, thre- Pretty much. But it does. It wasn't garbage time. It was. Re- it was. Yeah. But it was garbage time because of him. And then uh, he's yeah. open and he like just puts the nails in the coffin with with some threes. So, I this was a great game for him in large part because of that second half. Um, Jokic, we never... We're getting into this habit where we don't talk about Jokic enough. I know that's a crazy thing to say <laughs> as he peeks over at me from, from behind my shoulder. But we kind of don't because he's just so casually great now. And tonight... You know, we were laughing. He, how is he going to miss his triple-double tonight? He had, one, he had one rebound shy, one assist shy. You knew the timeout was coming to take him out. Turns out he was one rebound shy. He gets, okay. he gets the assist. Right. He goes for 25, 9, and 10 and struggled a little. <laughs> struggled's is not the right word. Was an A-minus early and then he was the MVP when he needed to be. And it was it's just awesome. Tonight was one of those, like, banal, brilliant games.
3: Banal. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Um, there was a point in the game, so so yeah, like you did see like the ups and downs, but there was a point in the game where Jokic like just read everything that was happening to him. The Spurs defense played him really like really well, and they like gave him so many looks that it took a while for him to adjust and to read what was happening. But yeah. once he started to like like see it, you could actually see everything happening and everything operating for him in a different way, and that's when it really did turn around. He was huge. Uh, we talked about the, the bench unit like turning around. And that third quarter, he he was like like also pivotal in, in turning everything around. He's making smart reads. He went on a, a run by himself, a few runs by himself. And he's also just making everything happen. He's like forcing Aaron Gordon um, to open spots and he's putting everybody in position while he's being the point guard. And he's like pointing things out. And you could just see that he sees the game like a, f- a few plays ahead and and you don't see that type of stuff. Like it, it's actually like, I think that we don't talk about him enough because we feel like we talk about him too much. Like he's just so brilliant that he's he's the conversation every single night and I mean also like that's what he should be. He, he's the MVP right this year and he's playing like it every single night and if he's out here like uh, just going after like stats like we see he's Russell never Westbrook going after stats. Like, if we seen that type of stuff he would have a, a triple double every single So night. true, it's so like, true. He he's, yeah. he's he's he takes himself out and he doesn't like lobby to put himself back in the game or or out there just trying to get rebounds and doing only that like he's actually playing the game the right way and that's something that I think more people need to appreciate.
1: You know how easy it would be to get one rebound if that's all you had to do.
3: like you just for don't Yoke, go you just
1: don't go play offense. You just go start getting ready to offensive rebound and screw transition defense, <laughs> screw everything else. You're just like I need to get one more board here. Yeah. Is how it, yeah. uh, how it goes.
3: Russell Westbrook would absolutely do that. He absolutely <laughs> would. And everybody else clears it out for him. If a rebound goes up, everybody runs away cuz they know that's what he's doing. Russell
2: like, Westbrook would miss a shot intentionally so he could rebound it.
1: <laughs> we also have to talk about somebody. He had my favorite post move tonight. Oh. It's a three part combo. It's a three oh, part combo. You start, awful. let me tell you at least, you start with the shoulder fake, all right, to the left. Then you pivot to the fadeaway or the left handed jump hook that they bite. And then you were inside reverse pivot, go to your right for the step through finish. It's like an up and under, but instead of going through the other way, you reverse pivot. He's done this a bunch of times, and somebody put this in my mentions today, and I love it. Instead of the dream shake, the dream catcher.
2: <laughs>
0: I think I love it. Mark that's, it down. That's Mark it elaborate. down. It, it's, it's so elaborate. In in Sharpie,
1: it's the best name. That move from here on out is known the as the catcher. dream catcher. We have Rob Doug- Dreamcatcher, oh, he's absolutely yeah, right. We're, we're five, making it happen. Five pounds, well, well spent. That's happen. exactly what it is. And you know what's funny? I always wonder if like Jokic saw the chatter on the Sombor shuffle, and then like decided to start doing it because it was cool. So maybe we'll get the Dreamcatcher. <laughs> now he's gonna be like, you know what? I got another signature. A lot of <laughs> players have one signature shot. I got 2. Dude, everything He, he never saw him more
0: shuffles anymore, really. He does from time to time. Yes, he does. Not with the regularity that he nah, was it really in the, it really uh, felt playoffs. like it was going to be like a thing that In happened. the playoffs, it was Dude, like twice a game.
1: He just did it against uh Vucevic the first time. So it's it's been maybe seven or eight but games. But I also but, think that
3: it's yeah, a situation. In the playoffs, that, he was doing it like every night. It's yeah. a situation where he's stuck and I think yeah, in the playoffs he's he was never like stuck right He now. was too heavy <laughs> and like he just he couldn't get to those spots. So that's a way to create, like, more space for yourself. Now he's blowing by guys with, like, dunks and things of that nature. So I think that that's why the, Ser- like, the Serbian shuffle is, like, going away because he doesn't have right. to do anything. He's doing euros now. Serbian like, shuffle? What yeah, is, who, are who are you? Who are you? Ryan Rukam?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought
3: you were Serbian, Wow, dude. What's Listen, going on here? Right. It's so hot in here. shook. <laughs> that
1: shook right that now. shot is starting to hit him. All right, let's take our first break, guys. We're long overdue for our first break, but on the other side, we have a lot of other players to get to, including Michael Porter Jr., who continues his hot streak of scoring.
0: Kind of had an off night. Still shot 50%. <laughs> this team is stupid. What are
2: we supposed to talk about? They're, they're
0: too good. They're too good. Uh, check out the Mile High City Copper Lager from Breck Brew. I was drinking one of these during the game. Uh, it's a great beer to take down during a Nuggets win. You can't miss it. It's got that uh, Nuggets Skyline blue can. we' no got the Nuggets logo on it. Uh, check out the Mile High City Copper Lager from Breck Brew. You can get it at the farmhouse at the Breckberry Farmhouse. You can get it at your local liquor store as well. Also, uh, DNVR listeners can get 20% off at manscaped.com with the code uh, DNVR. Use the code DNVR at manscaped.com. Get 20% off plus free shipping. You also get free shipping with that code uh, DNVR. Pick up the Lawnmower 3.0. <laughs> um, it's what all of us here on this show use. I'm just going to assume that.
2: They've got to have some sort of like ankle products right too to get, ankle? The, to get the ankles ready for spring and summer what's going on on your ankles bro <laughs> Dude, my what ankles? are we talking about <laughs> his ankles you're talking about your I ankles i don't have any hair on my ankles no really, i know, well, I know oh, i'm just saying goodness. if anybody wants to look like harrison Wynn, which of course they do with a hairless beautiful ankle <laughs> just go to <laughs> go to manscaped they don't have a specific product for it but come on you can probably
0: use the lawnmower 3.0 you easily on it use <laughs> Uh, You can get 20% off plus free shipping with the code DNVR at manscaped.com. 20% off plus free shipping with the code DNVR at manscaped.com. That was really quick ad reads. Did you you say something
1: there, Cale? We've got it. (laughs) <laughs> God, this the Sombor is double crazy. you know what that's pretty good what do you think about that I kind of like it
0: I love it The I double.
2: It. I don't like uh, pumping up these guys egos so. yeah, I know they're a little I'll too a good
0: four. aren't yeah, they yeah. they're <laughs> a little too if good
3: close like that close I the, Sombor double double the, the Sombor double the Sombor double Sombor, Sombor double's great he's the only one that could get it too there's it's a Sombor
1: great. shuffle the Sombor double <laughs> I love it man um that's great all right, so let's talk about Michael Porter Jr. tonight because I like if you know, if I was grading tonight, I would say this was probably a B minus game from him. I mean, he did some good things, but the standard he sort of set over the last 15 has been so high. But you look up 18 points, 10 rebounds, one assist, one steal, one block, continues to fill up one of every stat, and he goes seven of 14. And one of those f- shots, one of those seven shots was a half quarter. Yeah. That I was surprised he even heaved. Uh, Otherwise, he would have been perfect, I believe. No, he was one of three from the three-point line. Um, How do you assess him tonight, Wind?
0: So he shot 50% from the field. And so his 50% streak is up to 16. That's wild, absolutely wild. Um, But I felt like I saw more shots from him tonight that were, like, you would classify as shots that weren't within the flow of the offense. Um. There were more of those tonight, I feel like, than we've seen over the last couple of weeks. And um, so, yeah, not not like the best night for him, but he still walks into 18 and 10, and it was probably like a B game, I'd say.
2: Yeah, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that Jamal is out, right? Mm. Like, uh, suddenly there are a lot more shots open, and Michael Porter Jr., willing to step up and fill that void. Yeah. Uh, he was definitely pressing more than he typically does, but I think that's because the ball was going to him with more, more regularity and quicker in these possessions and probably had you know he's getting his confidence up i mean you you can tell he's feeling it which is great like i i want him to be in that that zone where he feels like no shot is a bad shot that's where yeah, he yeah. started in this league and like and then we dropped off for a long time we had a horrible valley we had to, all had to get through we just had to talk about the whether tower. or not he was going to play the tower Mark oh the tower is
1: like fully rebuilt it did, feels oh, did, like the, i did, mean did, did, it's yeah. like a beautiful tower. Yeah, the, the
2: leaning tower is done. We rebuilt the that leaning thing. leaning
1: tower pulled, is done. What's, well, like, the top tower in the world?
2: Uh, what is the top tower? Oh, <laughs> the tower of Doom. Leaning
0: tower, tower of of Pisa? No,
2: no, that's what he's saying. That was the old tower. The crumbled. Sears Tower? Yeah, the top tower can't be one with a. Uh, an yeah, engineering tower. issue that makes it
1: fall. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> There's got
2: to be a tower. The Europeans, what is the top tower?
1: Um. Yeah, we don't know. There's not a lot the of towers. The Burj
2: Khalifa. That's the that, it's not, is that a
1: tower? I mean, that's a building, I guess. It's the tallest building It's a building, world. but yeah. Oh, oh, of course you have Nice hubby, yeah, well, Nice Yeah. Oh, flex, I've been bro. to
3: Dubai. Huh? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, fun, God. I'll Just tell you, kidding, one you know. thing we were Gordon. joking has
1: arrived. Gordon's at the tower. Oh, hell yeah, Gordon. What up? Uh, one thing we were laughing about, we could kind of share with them. Well,
2: Gordon. The said that, you know what they said? The Eiffel Tower. We can't sit, <laughs> That's a good tower. Bear. We, we can't go there. But the Eiffel Tower seemed like a pretty obvious uh, thing. Yeah, that is a pretty big
1: tower that we forgot. We just forgot about that tower.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The worst
0: tower
1: is Stifle Tower. Uh, tower. Um, (laughs) MPJ and Gordon, it's funny that the Twins has kind of been like an unofficial nickname for them, you know, because they really are opposites. That steal that Aaron Gordon had today, in the open court. First of all, it happened within one second. I don't remember who it was. Was it uh, DeJounte Murray or somebody? And they get the steal. And then he immediately like, jumps in the air like a mountain lion and just scraps
0: the ball like right out of his hands and rips it from him. And I thought like, he grabbed it so hard he was going to puncture the ball. That's what it
1: looked like. Yeah, <laughs> like he was just going to pop it. I mean, he really did just look like a, give me that thing. Get out of here. And, you're just like, and he read it so quickly and so precisely. Yeah. And it's such a nice contract to Michael Porter, who like so often, if like, a fly lands on the ball he's like oh, i can't hold on to this thing
3: yeah it, it kind of looked like uh like Kenyon martin like back in like Ooh, the day like those like type that. of just physicality type plays but also like with that the ref didn't even know what to do he's just like i mean i don't he just took it out of your hands <laughs> <laughs> and then he sets up Jokic it's like, for like you want to like, call a, your mom yeah for an easy basket and, and that's just what it is and i think that that's why michael porter jr is like so big on the twin thing because he completes him. Like, he does all <laughs> the things that he can't do. Like, he answers all those questions. It's so true. Everything that Michael Porter Jr. can do, Aaron Gordon can't. Everything that Aaron Gordon can yep. do, Michael Porter Jr. can't. They can't Jr. do can. the same things so, at all. So, like, when you have two opposites, like, they just come together, and, and then they're the light-skinned brothers. So, they're like, hey, sure, sure. <laughs> What about the yin-yang twins? Yeah, that – it literally – no, no.
1: <laughs> we can't do it, man. Wait we can't do, you do it.
3: Wait see my – Oh,
1: Shop. do you have a you have a design coming where they're like? The no, place. you're
3: you're
0: not familiar with yin-yang Twins. Right? Yeah, 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 I, I know, mean, I know the I know the I know, I the, like, I know the rap group. Are we? Are they, <laughs> no, got, are they no limit? they no to, they're not no limit. Oh, not. They, they do were, have a limit. What, yeah, they were at
3: the time, <laughs> kind of. All right, all right.
1: All right. Um, but Gordon, man, we keep calling him like here. We're like he's like a Panther, which sucks because if we would have gotten Mountain Lion in our head, that could have been a cool nickname. But he really is, man. The way he plays is just like. He's like always in the pounce position. Defensively, yeah. he's always just like
0: this. He's always crouching. in a stance too. Just he's crouching. In such this low defensive stance. I mean,
1: he really is <laughs> just like incredible. I love Aaron Gordon. Like I really like, it's funny tonight, he goes four of eight. He's like never looking to score. Almost, right. if you had a complaint about him, it would be maybe he needs to look to score two more than what it is. And I love that because you can always ramp those things up. Um, but he's just so content to do everything else. I mean, he's content to pass. He's content to handle if he needs to, or get out of the way if he does. He's content to right. rebound. He's content to defend, and it's just so incredible to watch a guy like when a player embraces who they are and does it at a high level. It's a beautiful thing. When they yeah. don't, it's so frustrating. And Gordon just does it. Uh, Will Barton tonight? He was a game high. Was he game high? No, he wasn't quite a game high, but he was a plus fifteen, highest of everybody on the starters. Gets fourteen points, five assists, four rebounds, only three of th- thirteen <laughs> shooting. But when he, I've said this a lot, when he's
0: good, the n- Nuggets are good. He was another one of these guys that was good in the third slash fourth. Well, he was a plus fifteen, highest plus minus of all starters. He was six to six from the line, five assists, two steals, only one turnover. So, like on the surface, his game looked a little mediocre. Up and, but I
2: would go up and down. Yeah. Up and down.
0: Up and down. I would say
2: down. Oh,
0: he was great though when the Nuggets
1: were good, like during the good stretch. Oh. You're just because you had his points and you were waiting all that time for him to no, get the no, point. No,
3: no, I won all my bets. Like, I won all <laughs> well, he got things. his points. So. Yeah, But but also, like, he just – he was just out – he's missing everything. And it just doesn't make sense Dude, for yeah. Yeah, him to be out there missing every single shot that he takes. Like, yes, he's, like, like, trying to, like, do all of these other things, rebounding, trying to set up guys. But when you're missing everything and you keep on shooting, it makes it really hard because it's not like uh, – the offense wasn't flowing, or like they needed him in like spots to take shots. They had Jokic going, they had Michael Porter Jr. going, and everything else is going. But Barton is still out there, just shooting every time, and he's missing every single yeah. shot. So a big takeaway
0: for me tonight: the Nuggets don't have Jamal Murray last last night. They set a season high in points. They don't have him tonight, wow. and they only score 106. A reason for that, I feel like, or one of the reasons was you sub out. Monte for Faku in that starting lineup, and I think that hurt. But um it just didn't seem like the offense was flowing tonight. It was not at all for extended period of time. That
2: that broke our uh, theory that the Nuggets are better without Jamal Murray.
3: That
0: was
2: that was
3: that, was that was definitely not a <laughs> yeah. theory. Not, not a theory. We had. Nobody actually thought. <laughs> nobody this, thought. But I, I think to answer literally that, literally so, I, I think that. the idea is if I'm a starter, if I'm a player on the team, and I'm alongside Faku. I'm saying, oh, Faku's not going to try to score. He's also just going to try to set us up. They want me to shoot the ball. They want yeah. me to like score. If Monte's out there, I'm like, oh, Monte's going to make the no, right play. No. He can score. He can do whatever he wants. And also, we know it's like in the flow of the offense. So I think that the idea is if we play alongside Faku, like we have to do more, or we have to do like be different. And I think that we've seen that in Barton and in Michael Porter Jr. No, yeah, I
0: thought Will tried to like take over the offense for a lot of the game tonight and he was two of seven from three three of 13 from the field so he was one of six from two point range couple misses around the rim I think probably three and that that's obviously been a theme with him he just can't finish this season so um I, I felt like he tried to definitely shoulder the load on offense and just kind of take over
1: yeah, yeah. um uh, if we go to the bench there's a lot of guys we could go to. The guy I actually maybe you guys feel differently, but the guy I want to start with, JaVel McGee. Seven points, eight rebounds. I thought he gave some really good minutes tonight. And the thing that stood out to me so much about him tonight was one, his length, but also just how how bouncy he still is at thirty three. It's crazy. At thirty three, he still moves so well and he gets up, and some of those plays tonight were just like it's a different What's nice about him is he adds such a completely different element than what the Nuggets have. Yeah. And they're kind of even a different, like, Plumlee could get up a little bit, but JaVale's so long and gets up so so much. I really do feel like
3: Millsap rested tonight. I was glad that we got to see JaVale McGee for an extended run. I kind of think he's one of the guys. Mm. Or at least should be, especially when you just have to match um, other teams in size. That that dunk that he had in the game, if, if he's not JaVale McGee, if he's, you know, Blake Griffin or anyone else, like, everyone's going to talk about that dunk they're going to say how incredible it was how high he got and things that like 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 that but since it's javel mcgee it's like going to go under the wayside but he gave great energy tonight he's altering shots at the rim he's just always active and, and and around the rim he seems to always be at the right place yeah even if things happen like like he doesn't grab every single rebound. He, like, muffs balls out of like out of bounds and, and things like that, but he still gives you so much energy that, like, you just, like, okay, like, you take the good with the bad with him and just keep going. And also he's so much different than Hardenstein that you're just like, okay, like, let's go with it.
0: Yeah, the Nuggets have never had a lob threat like him, and he's always hanging around by the rim like him. on the offensive right. end and of and the him. floor. <laughs> whenever somebody drives to the rim, whenever Monte <laughs> or Faku drives, he's always, like, yeah, well, totally. the yeah, 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 He's totally. a big signaler for the oop type guy. And, the like. yeah, they had Mason Pumley, but you couldn't just throw lobs like that to Mason Pumley. You, you could throw a lot, but not. it's a whole other level. Right. It's a whole other level because you can just kind of throw it up anywhere near the rim and you know JaVale can go get it. Yeah. That was super noticeable. That one block and near runout that Denver had was also super okay. noticeable, but it was a 24-second violation. Um, and then that one finish, that dunk that he had where he just soared through the lane. And the dude's 33 years old. Seven foot one or whatever and just, like, he keeps can going sky up. He still. Yeah.
1: He's so so mobile.
0: I, I just love how he just hangs around the rim and is just signaling. Yeah. The uh,
2: he did not look encumbered by his acute asthma this, this night. <laughs> uh, your JaVale theory McGee? is taking a big hit. Well, listen. Small, not, hit, small li- hit. I mean, li- listen. I don't want to see the man fail. I'm, I'm I love Javale McGee. Javel McGee is a guy that when we got him the first time, I like could not have been more hyped because he was like, I mean, he he had like the crazy two ball dunk in the dunk contest he's pure yeah. raw athleticism cracks he's me up you've
1: brought that up twice down this show it cracks me up that that's a memory you go he through. wasn't
2: even on the nuggets for that <laughs> because it was so shocking <laughs> the to me yeah. he, like he's just he's so imposing physically like he really nothing is. i'd never i'd ever seen before so i had so much hope and promise for him and he just couldn't it just never came to pass and so obviously coming back in this diminished role where now he's been on, on other teams. He's seen how it's done, the maturity, et cetera, et cetera. You still see, like, goofy JaVale McGee stuff where he, like, tries to set a pick. He falls on the ground. He does like, goofy. like. But he's, not like goofy
1: he, yeah. serious now, though. You know what I mean? Like, he is goofy by nature, but he also well, understands. That,
2: that, to me, is not goofy. Like, he's trying to be goofy. It's like he just is, he is. goofy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he just does weird he's things. Funny, but so then he locks in, and then yep, when he, exactly. he actually, like, gets his athleticism and his body going in the right direction, like, get out of the goddamn way. I'm weirdly...
1: Happy that that he's back.
2: Like, I how, think like, he's weirdly, happy
0: that he's back too. it
1: like, feels right that he came back here. You know, the, I, weirdly, for, to I, me. I he know. wasn't a guy who was clamoring for you know to be a nugget to hope well, Javale. I hope he gets another like Gary Harris. Like we all hope he could come back someday. And, like, yeah, I didn't think that no, for Javale, JaVale, JaVale was Like when
2: Javale McGee was gone, I was like. Thank God we don't have to defend him on Shacked and the Fool anymore. Like, <laughs> it was just like it was like
0: a weight lifted. Something I've picked up on going to games is that when Javale is readying to go in or like warming up or about to check in, he'll walk over to the scores table, take a huge puff of his in- inhaler, and then like go back on the exercise bike and get ready to go in. Yeah. The the inhaler is very hmm. very prominent.
2: Because, I mean, still. because the the my fear was that. Uh, he, what <laughs> that he had uh, you know a medical condition that you can't like, get through like yes. he had a medical. Ge- I queued that up right. on a T for you.
1: Jemichael J- Green. <laughs> speaking of athleticism, tonight Jemichael Green had two big Ooh. dunks. It's funny because I kind of think of Jemichael of J- Green like Paul Millsap, you Me know. Too. But every now and then, do you remember the almost put back the put back dunk yep. he almost had that would have been like the best dunk of the year? He's kind
3: of is he sneaky athletic? He is the. That was wild. The, the the plays that you're talking about were back-to-back yeah. plays. And it was like putbacks. And well like above perfect, the rim. Perfect timing. <sighs> and you're just like, he has that? Because you think of him like so old. you just like, he, he doesn't seem like he'll get up. But then he has those moments where he cuts baseline and everyone moves out of the way because he's so big. But he's also athletic. So, yeah, sneaky athletic.
1: Sneaky athletic, Jermichael Green. Um, and he was good tonight as well. The guy that I don't really have a take on, but I'm looking through the box score here, and I'm very interested, P.J. Dozier plays 28 minutes he's Played a good, game
2: high plus 25 what this is the craziest thing about pj dozier when he's locked in he has insane plus minus numbers yeah remember yeah. he had like plus 31 <laughs> yeah. the other day yeah. i wish plus i was 24. pj
1: dozier's agent man i wish you could just get in his ear because i'm telling you, pj is a great player i just feel like he doesn't fully understand why <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know what I
3: mean? Yeah, I don't think anyone understands why. Even if you were his agent, I don't <laughs> think you would understand why. But I think No, that... you can't understand why I th- I actually disagree. Like there are things he does that are very like, hey, do these things every time. That's what that's who you are in this league. Yeah, and that's what I was gonna say with tonight, like for instance, the big thing that stands out to me is he only takes six shots. Yeah. So then he finds it in a different way. He gets seven boards um in the game. And and like a lot of those are just like just like hustling, like hustling type plays that's what you are you're a role player you are not a star you are not a guy that has to take every shot with those type of units and what we've been seeing with the numbers being so big is because he's alongside monte where he doesn't feel mm. like he has to take every single shot where he doesn't feel like he has big to have the ball, ball in his hand yeah. he's off ball and he's just working hard and that's how he'll make it in this league that's why oh, no. he's but in he's, the league nobody thinks he's a star besides him It's yeah. like pretty amazing though Guard
2: play, and maybe when I say this out loud, it'll be obvious. But like, just the difference it can make in a guard if they are on ball or off ball. Like, Faku off ball doesn't make any sense in the NBA. Yeah, right. Monte uh, or Jamal Murray so much better off ball. He's he's good on ball, but like, it's weird. Like what it does to you. Like changes the mentality obviously because you're running the point. You're looking to get other people involved, and it's just like versus just sort of waiting for things to come to you. And you're right. Like when PJ Dozier is has the ball in his hand, he's like, in a way, it's like the green light is already dimly lit. And it's just whether or not he decides to listen to it versus like needing to be in the right place so that he gets the ball, then he can shoot. Yeah. Derek, oh. an
4: important update for you and your personal vendetta uh, you want the Nuggets
2: outlasted the abs for the Well, abs, he's abs man. and Nuggets. This isn't like... I like it both, but I mean, I'm on this show. Hey. Uh, and um, I will talk smack. And AJ made it sound like you know what? I'll deal with it on Twitter. You'll see yeah, it. I'll deal with it publicly. <laughs> the Avs are
0: killing me. I had the three team Colorado parlay tonight the Nuggets, the Rockies, and the Avs. The Rocks Nuggets win? won. Pretty sure the Rockies yeah, won. Yeah, I don't like that the Avs. They were up big. By the I love You the would Alves. think the freaking Stanley Cup favorites could come through, but no.
1: Not tonight. Unbelievable. So looking through the box, the advanced box score here, PJ Dozier, I, I see why he was a plus 25 tonight. When he was on the court, the Nuggets, defensive rating of 70. And this is 28 minutes. This isn't like a small section. This is a large section of the game, and he at 70 defensive rating. JaVale McGee, 74. So those minutes where they were out there together with Jermichael Green, with Compazzo, they were really getting some defense into the game, and, is, and that's pretty incredible. Is this
0: the bench lineup that we want to see? Is this the bench lineup we want to see? Well, I will Monte, say- PJ, JaVale McGee, Jermichael Green. Those four, yes. Those four. I don't know who the other guy is. I get Faku
3: Greenan. is the other guy, I guess. Yeah, I was about to say, but it messes it up because you have Faku who's a starter right. who shouldn't be. It's the, right. The right. Murray comes back, and then also you have Paul Millsap, who they just feel like they have to play, so that throws off the entire. Oh, no. You can't put that group together, even though you've been seeing it be successful. Yeah, but maybe a theory from tonight is Faku got
0: the start. If Jamal Murray is playing, he's obviously starting, and maybe that means like Faku's not in the rotation because they want to try this bench unit out together.
2: Chimafuko is is tough.
0: Just a theory.
1: Oh, he's really tough. It's like
2: cuz he does things where he drives the lane and makes the cra- like looks one way and makes the craziest I guess what amounts to a pocket pass like but it was no look and it was it was like incredible. And then he also just does things where the people that are his detractors are just vindicated over and over. And then but He's so talented that, like, I don't like the idea of him just not playing anymore because it seems like the more he plays, the more he does. Faku, things. yeah, F-
0: Faku is going to be best. <laughs> I really feel like in a five to ten minute per game role, I feel like he can be effective at times. In that that's
1: so hard to do. A guy,
3: uh, that's what you have to do.
0: Yeah, you're playing up against a certain type of point guard. You put Faku in for five minutes here, five minutes there on him, like a Dame blower, to tire him out, to press him full court. That's where Fakou, I think, can be used best. I don't
3: even think they're, like, uh, like uh, counting Faku's steals anymore. Like, the other guy. <laughs> no joke. The other team throws the ball over the top. Their guy catches it. Faku just comes around, pokes it out, and just takes off with the ball. And he doesn't have any steals. Like, I've, oh. I've been actually looking at it. They just don't do it. Like he, he has great timing of where just like just waiting for the ball to come down. Um, but also back to Harrison points, sorry to throw it off. Um, he has to come in for like just small spurts because you can't play him a lot and also he's in for a reason and that the reason is to just provide a spark to the team like provide some type of defense especially on those small guards that can get loose on the nuggets the nuggets have issues with the small guards why not use your small guard guard who could actually defend them in those type of ways so just how milsap is going to have to be situational just how mcgee's going to have to be situational. you do the same thing with faku and i think that that actually cuts your lineup a lot of times, and it also lets people know. Looking at the schedule ahead of time, okay, we're playing this team that doesn't have a lot of bigs. This is not going to be my night. Yeah. We have a, a like a team that has like a small guard. This is my night. So it, you're not guessing. Yeah, the, I think di- I think if you're looking for a playoff role for him, that's it.
2: Yeah, the the, the dichotomy of Faku is that like when people don't like him, they point at his defense because they can throw the ball over his head and blah, blah, blah. But he's also literally won games. He won that Chicago oh, it's so game true. This is game with point. his steals. And being disrupt, like he he giveth and he taketh. and I. I but it, that's what makes him so tough. It's like, what's tonight going to be? Is this a taketh?
1: You know what's funny, situation? though? It is hard because you'd rather just have your, like, nine guys that are the same every time. But if you get into a playoff series, there is something to be said for – This whole team roots for each other really hard and there's something to say for like if it's faku's night you can envision a perfect scenario where dozier's over there like go do it man you got it like you know what i mean like and i think this team has a good connection like that so especially as you get into the playoffs where it's like hey every game matters and you know maybe they'll get there uh let's take our last break on the other side brendan vote he's uh wrapping up at ball arena
0: right now he'll be joining us in just a moment but first uh yeah first guys we gotta talk about strava craft coffee we got a new code a new code for everyone at strava craft coffee not just new users Uh, everybody can use this code you can save 25 percent off uh when you use the code dnvr25 Mm. stravacraftcoffee.com packed with cbd which has been known to help cure long-term migraines back pain arthritis ibs uh use code dnvr25 at stravacraftcoffee.com for 25% off your order. Um, also, oh. this coming weekend, the Masters. What? The Masters. This weekend. The second greatest tournament in the world. <laughs> yeah, but you got, you're going to want to be on DraftKings for the Masters, uh, DraftKings America's top-rated sportsbook app. They're putting you in the center of the action by giving you a shot to land on the green, this week DraftKings is giving you 100 to 1 odds on the golfer of your choosing to finish in the top 10. If you haven't tried DraftKings, this is the time. This is just one of those awesome promotions from DraftKings where they're practically giving away money. Um, turn $1 into $100. It's really simple. Just pick any golfer from this weekend's tournament. And if they finish in the top 10, you cash. So make sure to download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 if the golfer of your choosing finishes in the top 10 of this weekend's tournament. That's code DNVR to turn $1 into $100 for a limited time. Golf really
2: The Masters? No, but
0: is it is that what it is? It's the Masters, right?
2: Yeah, but yeah, the, it's the this masters, big golf
1: guy over here Adam. Otis. The Masters
2: does the, the Masters happen that's a tournament. Golf. That's what I'm stop. I I'm asking about I'm asking about mas, Masters. No. It hasn't started yet? When is it, it starts on Thursday, right? Starts on Thursday. That's
1: tomorrow. Yes. All right. That's what I was going to say is tomorrow. Don't have to come to the studio or to the office tomorrow. I'm going to have some golf on tomorrow because betting on golf is so fun. And is, every Oh, it's so fun. I'm telling you because you get a bet on this exact shot. You don't have to wait. <laughs> you know, sometimes you, you make a bet and you're like, I gotta wait for tonight's Nets game or whatever. This one, it's like uh, par. You know, like, you just bet on <laughs> when he's going to go here. He hits, or, you know, the, the putt, like.
0: Dev is looking at you so there's disappointed so many, right th- now. I'm
1: telling you, wait. I'm going to hit you up tomorrow. I'm going to be like, turn don't on the TV. Hit I'm hitting you up no tomorrow. <laughs>
2: don't, I'm hitting you up. We're going we're gonna to text each other on the TV. so many seat. things that you don't realize are cultural until you are, find yourself in a conversation. Where you're like, you know what's awesome? Baseball. And then Dev's like, i've literally never been to a game you're like
3: this is crazy this uh, is crazy talk <laughs> this is golf? crazy talk. i've been to a game like just like to say that i've been to a game yeah 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 no we're yeah. gonna go to a but game, i though. don't enjoy baseball or golf they're probably about to say well, hey hey to go be fair
1: i don't i don't like play golf or any uh, anything either but i'm just saying when we first got DraftKings, there was golf on because of the pandemic. And I was like, let me try this
2: as golf. It was a blast. Also it was during so- that time, you'll, re- you'll recall, Adam Mars decided after playing WGT, the <laughs> online game of golf, declared to the world that anyone listening, he was going to become amazing at golf. Oh, I am because going to become had- amazing. I am going to become amazing at golf. I went one time. I
1: went one time. <laughs> I promise you, I'm gonna <laughs> beat Eric one time this year. You oh, no. guys, oh, I can't wait for this I'm gonna beat him
0: this yeah. time, sometime yeah. before yep. the fall. Yep. I'm gonna
2: beat him, and he's gonna yeah, be you
0: so mad. Yeah. It's be you I've guys seen, seen, should. You guys should put on a golf
2: tournament. Yeah, I've seen Adam play golf, and you I, haven't really I've seen me play any golf. Any, you
0: haven't really seen me play golf. This uh, you haven't really this seen game me is the
2: sweetest thing I've ever heard. Maybe we'll have to
1: put some money on it. Yes. Maybe we'll have to put a little bit of money on it. Yes. Absolutely. can I I'm so confident about this. I know. That's why we need. It's, it's going to be incredible. Got- oh, man. <laughs>
0: Don't fight, guys. Uh, um,
1: <laughs> it looks like we have Brendan vote. Oh, do you have another read to do? Yeah, I do. My goodness. Um,
0: Well, the finish up on DraftKings must be 21 or older, Colorado-only, new customers-only. Restrictions apply. See <laughs> DraftKings.com slash sportsbook. For details, gambling, problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Also, uh, no matter what type of student you are, MSU Denver Online is an awesome choice. Uh, they have great classes, great teachers. They have uh, teachers who will work with you around your schedule if you work a job on the side. It's the perfect online university for everybody. Super affordable. Check out their entire course list at msudenver.edu backslash
3: online. I like that. Harrison, have you ever had Red Hot? Yes. Have you? Uh, The sauce? Yes. Sure. Frank's
2: Red Hot? Yeah, Are That's you asking I,
1: another cultural question? Is this no, where you're going? No, with no,
2: not. That's just He's, called... just He's just got <laughs> a
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who is our king of the game? It's, it's a mystery to all of us. Oh, it's Jokic, of course. How could it be I mean we didn't give it to him last time when he had like an incredible game. Is this
3: is him getting like hammered right now? No, this is, is
1: the no call that led to Malone's ejection, is That's what it is. And by <laughs> the way, by the way, he kind of is. He's also kinda of given that little chicken wing. There's, there's a little bit of the old famous Jokic. This is a very strange image you chose, Cale. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it looks like the statues at the uh, Performing Arts yeah. inter-
4: <laughs> The Long Boys <laughs>
1: Oh, there we go Alright, we have somebody uh, Brendan Vote waiting in the wings At Ball Arena And last time I made him wait more than like 30 seconds He was yelling at me the That's entire like time So we'll welcome him in uh, Brendan, welcome back uh, onto the show
4: Thanks for having me on in a timely manner, fellas. I appreciate it.
1: Uh, yeah, you bet, man. Real, real quick, before we get into it, who do you think is going to win at golf when me and Eric play later? Eric or myself?
4: Oh, that's a good question, man. I could not care less. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Take <laughs> did, us, did you say Eric? <laughs> yeah, Eric, uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: t- take us uh, inside the locker room here. Actually, first take us inside the building. Is there anything noteworthy from the arena tonight?
4: Um, I mean, great vibe. Uh, one thing I noticed with this team, you know, pre-game in huddles right now, they just seem very locked in on this um, mm. I guess creating this family atmosphere thing. Like, there's no guy is sitting down until he's dapped up every single player or coach on that sideline. Uh, in every that. huddle, you know, most of the key guys really seem to be engaged. Uh, at one point in this game in the third quarter, Paul Millsap spent the entire time out talking with an official, and I would assume sort of calmly lobbying for a better whistle. There's just a sort of top-to-bottom focus with this group right now that stood out to me. And don't you think that's meaningful? Like, it's not just that you're observing it. RJ
1: Hampton was interviewed about this very thing and, and comment on it that Denver had this incredible culture on the bench and this or that, and Orlando hadn't had that yet. I think what you're pointing out, very
4: important. Look, at to me, it's the latest sign in a long line of signs that these guys fully understand where they're at in the timeline, and that the time is now... And that a championship is possible that just is the attitude that, that i'm getting
1: mm, love that love that okay the the, malone, uh, that's
0: guys, the rejuvenation the post trade deadline rejuvenation i've been talking about they they think they're in it for
4: a championship this i
1: year. love it i love it well they are in it for a championship yeah. for sure okay take us inside the locker room what did michael malone have to say about his ejection
4: Ooh, uh he was not in a great mood um what? Mike, Mike, I, Mike Singer tried to joke with him, I think, about letting Wes Unsol uh, coach more often. Mullen wasn't feeling it. I thought it was a good joke. But he did, uh, on the ejection, he said, I'm not going to get into it. All I'll say on that is that it's been brewing for a while. He said it's his job to protect all of his players, quote, and tonight I did it.
1: How would you grade the ejection? Scale of 1 to 10.
4: I would give it an 8.5, maybe a 9. Um, could have thrown a chair you guys know i would have been in favor of that <laughs> short of that shy of that i thought it was great like it, he didn't just go through the motions um that looked like it really boiled over and by the way two possessions later he opened to drew It whistle granted it was on the floor but it happened
2: did you notice he almost stole the ball he almost took the ball and left dude i wanted him to kyrie that
4: me too thing. yeah so, we
0: all wanted, we him, wanted to. him to
2: kyrie yeah. it.
4: <laughs> what else um uh, Moving on, Malone could add 22 and 8 now on the season when they win the rebounding battle. Uh, on the bench, quote: "I thought the bench was really, really good. Shouted everyone out by name. Um, spent a lot of time on uh, on Dozier oh, and the D. Circle back to hit Dozier again and just really touched on how good the bench was. Thought they looked great. Uh, on the fans, he said he knew it was only about 4,000, but man, do those 4,000 make a difference. Uh, thank you to the fans. Keep coming out." Um, and then finally, he said, uh, he said Jokic ran right up to him after the game and said, Coach, I'm glad you got um,
0: Yeah, he, uh, Votes talking about the fans, how Malone's kind of saying how big of a difference the fans have been making.
4: Can you turn off the monitor a bit? Okay, sweet. Anything else for Malone? Nope, we can move on to Jokic, fellas. Um, on Malone having his back, Jokic said, quote, he's actually always talking to the officials. We are trying – I think he said, to create a family atmosphere um, and just sort of really touched on, on how everyone has each other's back right now and he can feel that and everyone can feel it. Um, he, on JaVale McKean, he said he was aggressive, he was trying to do the right thing. That was really nice to see, nice to see a veteran really kind of buying in. Um, and then finally, on the turnovers, there were a lot of turnovers, right? mostly me actually, as you realize mid-sentence. And then he said that he's fine with that. Well, I'd rather me make mistakes than someone else, which I thought was an interesting quote. Hmm. Um, Facundo Compazo, I'm
1: playing with the starters. Podium um, game. He got Facundo did? Yeah, wow, baby. Podium game. All
4: right. Um, he said, well, was, he pointed out it was his second <laughs> time starting. He's just trying to make good decisions. He knows it's something new for him. Uh, when asked if Malone's ejection can provide any energy, he stopped, laughed, and said a lot. I think that was contagious. We needed the extra energy. I think he's a winner coach that showed up in this situation.
1: Love it. That's awesome.
4: And then uh, to wrap it up, fellas, we got to talk to JaVale McGee. Um, Hell yeah! What a
1: great podium yeah, you've got, man. You got a, you got an A plus cast of characters.
4: Well, Nick O'Hare hit us up and said, "Should we get weird tonight?" And we were <laughs> with Love it. Uh,
0: good job nick well i did remark how happy Jokic looked when he was walking off the court and just knew he didn't have to do an interview yeah yeah.
4: (laughs) he's like (laughs) um yeah so i did i did ask mcgee guys because i don't know if you've noticed he's been very interactive with the fans very like uh, emotional and enthusiastic where he can sort of love it um so i asked him you know to what extent if at all do you still still feel connected to denver in this community um and he he touched on how in his first stint, they went to the playoffs, and that was his first time ever playing in meaningful basketball. Well, I still have those memories and those experiences, and it just makes me feel young again, I guess.
1: Oh, I love that. Yeah, JaVale's great, man.
0: Who, Dude, got, who, would... got, who got the biggest ovation tonight, Vote Was it JaVale? Was it Bull Bull? Was it Malone when the, yes. he got the ejection?
4: The candidates are Malone ejection, JaVale post-game interview at midcourt with Scott Hastings, and uh, and Bull Bull checking in for garbage time. (laughs) name's the most exciting thing that can happen in this city?
1: Yeah, (laughs) probably. Well, that's great stuff, man. Um, Nuggets now have seven in a row. I don't know if you knew this. The longest streak of the Okeechera. era, Tied. I did not
4: know that. All I know is we're three wins away from Dev running naked down Colfax, so.
1: Oh, baby. Oh, baby. The look Uh, in Dev's eye right now.
4: I wanted to close on this note, though, guys, sticking with Chavale, he is such a joy to watch in person. It is a very unique energy, and I'm probably going to get laughed at for this, but I mean it kind of earnestly. It almost inspired me, man, to just, like, wherever that dude is, wherever his two feet are, there's a smile on his face, and he seems glad to be there and I don't know, that just seems palpable and contagious right now. And if you're gonna bring a new guy in after a season, uh, I just love that he's a guy with with that sort of joy and energy to him.
0: Nuggets have a lot of smilers. A lot of big Whittington,
2: Who's the top smiler? Whittington. Whittington. I mean Whittington, Who's number two? It might (laughs) be JaVale. Who's number three? Is it Brandon Vogt? We can't tell. Oh. <laughs>
1: uh, Brandon, great stuff, man. That was that was really awesome. Thanks so much, buddy. We'll uh, we'll see you on Friday. Friday night. Friday night, the DMVR oh bar, our next one. Yeah.
2: Los Vivos really Um gross,
1: You serious, can go ahead serious, and uh, fire up that outro music, Kale, but uh, I'm serious, man. Nuggets get to go for their longest streak of the Jokic era on Friday against this very San Antonio team. And it's a Friday night. Dude. Friday night at the DNVR bar. Oh, my God. We got Nuggets. We got Avs. We got Rockies. Oh, my God. I'm already. Thursday's already going to suck just by virtue of it's in the way of (laughs) Friday. Just because it's
2: not Friday. Just
1: because it's in the way. It's like a blocker.
2: Yeah.
1: And we just have to get through it because.
2: It's like when I'm telling a joke, it just taking time away from Brendan telling Bingo. Room. Bingo. You go. It's just like that. It's exactly it. like that.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm having so much fun. You know, it's it's funny. We'll, maybe we'll talk about this on Friday, about where this season ranks amongst the most fun seasons. Dude. Because early on in the season, we're a little down, but I'm telling you right now, I'm just having so much fun with this. I honestly, when there's not a game, I'm a little bummed. We're not in a post-game show. I'm a little bummed.
2: Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, Watching a good team will do that. We have here, entered man. into a new strata where... Uh, every game has a potential of being fun. That has not oh, ever been so the case. True. It's very like the 2016 Warriors, some would say. You know maybe like? the
1: 96
0: Bulls.
2: <laughs> you I don't know. know maybe it's,
1: it's like the streets
0: have been talking. Many people have been
1: so saying you know that. <laughs> not, you, <laughs> mean, you know what
2: honestly this is like is the 57 win game or the 57 win Nuggets where they won every home game except for two all yeah, year. Yeah. Every game I went to that year was a victory. It was a convincing victory, and then they got... Blown out by the Warriors in the first round. Worst thing ever happened to us. Why Let's go. did you say that? I don't know. I just had to we're put real. a period wow. At the end of the
1: vibes show. were immaculate, weren't they, guys? <laughs> they were. Um, yeah, this was a lot of fun. Thanks everybody for riding with us through this entire streak. I know most of the people watching been here through the entire streak.
2: Don't do anything different. If you were watching tonight, <laughs> no. you got to you got to keep Save watching. Yeah, and welcome. you are the lucky charm. You. Thank you for moving <laughs> for, with us from the small town to the big market energy. The big market, the big city. Welcome, big market energy. Us. You, we got it, let's go.
1: Let's go, baby. Don't forget, you can subscribe to the DNVR Nuggets podcast. Tomorrow there'll be an episode. It won't be streamed live, but there will be an episode, and you don't want to miss that. I promise you. Tune into the pregame show. We might have to turn that into an alternative podcast because I like them so Unless much. I like you
2: just tease us out. Just do it, man. They're recording. Oh, I'm going to keep doing <laughs> it. I'm
1: going to keep teasing it. Maybe we'll do that, guys. I don't know. Maybe. We should People are saying we should. So people are talking. I love when the streets talk. I love it when the streets are talking. <laughs> Hit the like button on your way out. Hit the subscribe button. Smug
0: life. Smug life. There it is we get out of here, guys, if you're not signed up for Hassle Cattle Company, man, are you missing out Uh, right now at Hassle Cattle Company, DNVR listeners can get 10% off with the code DNVR10 at HassleCattleCompany.com and all orders over $200. You get free shipping as well. Hassle Cattle Company delivers anywhere in the USA. So even if you're listening to this somewhere other than Colorado, which a lot of our listeners are, uh, they will ship to you. Hassle Cattle Company. They've got the best Wagyu beef around. They call their beef the blue collar Wagyu. And they've got everything. They've got New York strip, beef bacon, Wagyu frank. They've got Wagyu smoked sausage. They've got even jerky flavors. Uh, They've got everything. And you can get delivered right to your door. Head to HassleCattleCompany.com. Use the code DNVR10 for 10% off your order.